Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from our listeners. We depend on you to pay for the enjoyment that you get listening to this show. For all the ideas you've gained, all the great authors you've spent time with, for the intimate adventure that we're on. This show isn't free. It comes with monthly costs for us and weekly time commitments that are as encompassing as a part-time job. If you love it, please pay for it. My thanks this week to our patrons at patreon.com. Your monthly commitment to us means extra episodes for you. Check it out. There's a link in the show notes. Sheena in London, thanks for being the latest to jump on Patreon. Nice to meet you. And a huge thank you to those of you who donate one time or monthly through PayPal using the donate button at our website. For monthly donors of $10 or more on PayPal, I will soon be getting you extra content as well. Thank you so much, especially some of you who have been with us since nearly the beginning. This week, I want to thank Tony and Danny. Your donation was so appreciated. Love the show? You listen free, that's true. But if you have the means, say thank you for all you've gained by listening, even if it was just a smile or a laugh. There are links in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. And today we're going to take a step back from talking about the state of the world and we're going to do a little game, a little summer edition of what I'm calling in my head this or that. <laughs> you have two options. Would you rather do this or that? Some of which, you know, based on something we could actually do right now, some of which based on what we might have done in the past as children during the summer. Yes, a little <laughs> bit of lighthearted fun for a change to get our mind off of all the craziness. So yeah, so you listening, you can start your own tally and see which of this or that you would prefer. All right, so I'll, I'll just start us off. Okay. And see where we go from here. Let's see, which one do I want to start with? Now you have to pick one or the other, even if you like both. Okay. Okay, you have to tip one way or the other just to make it more fun. Can you also do this game? Because I'm not familiar with this game. This is the first time I'm playing a this or that game. Mm -hmm. Can you also do it like, whereas I get to guess what you would pick? Oh, if you want, see, sure. That, we could that add that. That kind of is fun too. But yeah, sure. Let's add that element. That'll be fun. Yeah, see how well you know the other person. Okay, so how about this one as a start? Mm -hmm. Sun or shade? Oh, Katie, but that depends on where you are. You have to pick one or the other. Sun okay. or shade? Okay. Do you want me to say it or do you want to guess what I'm going to no, say? No, say it. Shade, for sure. Really? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fast burner. <laughs> I, I credit my young looking skin to the fact that I don't go in the sun very much mm. you know sun destroys elasticity in clothes and in skin and so shade for me shade for you uh would you want to guess mine uh sun yeah I would probably tip towards sun just because in the pacific northwest you get so little well that's the thing you have to get in it otherwise you're vitamin d deficient <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. I mean in Italy right now it's so hot you can't be in the sun at all. I guess if you're at the beach, you're going to lie in the sun if you want to get a tan. But it's so hot here that it doesn't matter what time of day is, you can't really have any sun on you. It's just, you'll be too hot. You'll suffer too much. And you can't really be outside in the shade right now unless you're at a pool or at the beach. So that's how hot it is here. Hmm. Okay. So 
I'm gonna cross that one off. All right, let's do an Italian-based one, although okay. sort of. Aperol spritz or a lemonade? Oh, lemonade, for sure. I don't like Aperol spritz. It's so bitter. <laughs> Neither do I. I see so many of them on Instagram, and I always think, mm, it's good in theory. Yeah. It's good in theory, but no. But see, I wouldn't have put those two together. I would have said, like, Aperol spritz or you know, like a mojito or a Prosecco, like a Prosecco, some other type of alcoholic drink. Yeah, I couldn't think of what it would be. I would have personally put like lemonade iced tea as the two. Okay, so lemonade or iced tea? Iced tea. Yeah. Iced tea. Me too. But but as far as Aperol spritz, anything else I'm going to pick. <laughs> I would go with almost anything over Aperol spritz because I just find it so bitter and undrinkable. Me too. And all of our Italian listeners and all of our expat listeners who are in Italy and all of our Italophiles are going to say, what? Aperol spritz is God's gift to man. And I just don't get it. But hey, I don't like coffee. So on a 90 degree day, I would drink a glass of red wine over an Aperol spritz. (laughs) (laughs) So we really feel the same about it. Okay. This is a fashion one. Bikini or one piece? Oh, bikini for sure. And I mean, I say that as a mom. (laughs) Uh, I don't like how I look in one-piece bathing suit. I just like the bikini better. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm short. I don't know. I need to show more skin because, I don't know, there's not enough of it. (laughs) Do you want to guess for me? Uh, You're a one-piecer, I think. Yeah, I'm kind of both, but I like the one-piece because you can be a little bit more rough and tumble in it. Oh, right. You can have more fun. You can have more fun. Okay, road trip or train trip? Mm. What do you think I'm going to say? I would say train for you. Yeah, probably. But I have gotten more into the road tripping lately. There are some nice things about a road trip. I feel like you have more freedom and you can be more spontaneous. But if I had to choose the train trip, it's always going to get my romantic side. Yeah. I'm going to pick the road trip, but in part because this is a summer this or that. That's true. That's true. I really associate getting in your car and being able to stop anywhere as a summer thing. Yeah. And a train trip. is more of a winter thing. If it's wintry and you can't cross the mountains in your car because it's so dangerous. Yeah. The train is zipping through the night with the snowflakes falling sideways. And trains are very cozy. And I associate coziness with colder temperatures. That is a very good point. And also, I have so many memories of taking trains in the middle, the dead middle of summer in Italy and just dying <laughs> of heat. Especially like years ago before the... I used to travel within Italy back long before I lived here when I used to just visit here for like the I used to spend the summers here and I don't know why but I was always on some dinky regional train that went two miles an hour and had no air conditioning and stank and oh my god those were some hard times so in that case yeah a car is way better you turn the AC on you're totally in control and yeah for the summer I think I'm gonna change my mind as far as the summer it's got to be a road trip. Road trip. Got to get that music going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We still got to do our road trip show. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put that on my list. Um, okay. Moving on. Lake or pool? <sighs> uh, swimming wise? Swimming wise, of course. I got to go with lake. I grew up on a lake. Yeah. <laughs> I am in love with lakes. But it's got to be a clean lake. Uh, you know, I, we were spoiled growing up with Lake Washington. Yes. You know, it's so clean, so cool. But so many Italian lakes, I find, are, are just kind of like they're green. Like they've got too much moss in them or they're not super clean or there are some exceptions. Well, I did say that you could hearken back to your childhood for this. Yeah, so. I'm going to hearken back and say lake. There's nothing to me 
like swimming in a lake. I mean, the only thing that compares to swimming in a lake for me is like swimming off of rocks in the sea. Mm-hmm. Swimming from the beach is, is not the same because the water's not as clear, yeah. you know, from the beach. So I, but I, I think I got to go with lake and, and I just love the clean feeling of the lake, mm-hmm. not having the salt. It's interesting. I honestly have no idea which one of these I would pick because you would think I'm still by Lake Washington. I could go jump in it today. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. And I don't. So, and I don't have any access to a pool. So I obviously don't do that either, but. You got to pick one, Katie. That's your rule. But yeah, I guess I'd tip it toward a lake. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere in Italy, I think I'd tip it toward a pool. Me too. Me too. We were up in the mountains a couple summers ago. We hiked up to a lake and I was so excited. And and I was, of course, the only one of my little family who would go in, which is fine. I'm like, that's fine. I was almost the only person at the whole lake who was going in. And it was a little bit, it's like you couldn't see. I mean, not that you can ever see to the bottom of a lake. It's not just never going to be that clear. But it just felt a little mucky. And then I think we read somewhere like the day after, oh, you know, there was a warning, don't go in the lake today. It's not clean enough. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the other problem with just open bodies of water in general. You're taking a bit of a risk. Even Lake Washington, the pristine, beautiful lake you swam in as a child has had multiple sewage dumps (laughs) into it. Oh, God, don't tell me that. Not to mention how many sunken boats and aircraft and an entire bridge that all fell into the lake and have never been recovered. That's true. So. That's true. Okay, similar but different, ocean or pool? Oh, that, obviously the ocean, for sure, for sure. Or you could have gone ocean or sea, but that's not such a huge difference, but there is a difference there. Minor. It's minor, but I mean, I feel like when I go to the California coast and you're in the actual ocean or when you're swimming off the coast of like Massachusetts, It's just this huge thing. It's this enormous, endless thing. And it's cold, especially if you're in the Pacific. It's really cold. Mm -hmm. Whereas the sea, like if you're at the Caribbean Sea or even the Mediterranean Sea, the Tyrrhenian Sea, there are coves, you know, it's much warmer. The water's much warmer. It's much calmer. And there are big rocks that you can dive off. I mean, of course, the ocean is going to have rocks that you dive off of. You could theoretically dive off of too, but I would be too scared because it's just so much more powerful, the ocean. In the sea, there are areas that are just much more protected and you can dive off rocks and the water is really calm. So if I had to go ocean sea, I'd go sea. Okay, I'll choose sea in that regard too. I think I used to really love going in the ocean and I'd, I wouldn't say that I don't like going in it now but but you know you have enough run-ins with creatures in the ocean and you start to feel like I should just stay out of this stay out of their territory (laughs) you know (laughs) one time I was at a beach that I used to get in the water regularly and then over time I I was around that area so long I realized that it was actually a big spot for stingrays (laughs) which you know I'm not afraid of stingrays but you know you don't want to accidentally step on one of those and uh, I have been stung by a jellyfish. I, uh, uh, I have been caught in uh, in the undertow. I have had a crab pinch the bottom of my, my foot when I was oh about my to gosh, step Katie, on him. You attract these creatures. <laughs> and I've also been in the water when a giant fin went by, and luckily it was a dolphin. But <gasps> it was alarming, <gasps> to say the least. <laughs> my biggest fear. So 
now I like being in the ocean, but on top of a raft of some kind. That's much mm -hmm. where you can kind of see down and see what else is going on down there instead of just blundering my way right into it. Well, what I do love about the ocean is I love this sort of endless, um, I don't even know what it's called, like this, just the surf. Like I love the, the wave when it crashes, it rolls up so high, but very, very shallow, like two inches of water will roll up and cover your feet. And I just remember as a child, the joy of chasing it up and chasing it back down and chasing it up, trying to like outrun the surf and then run back down. And I just would do that over and over and over again. I never got tired of it. And just seeing it roll up like that. It, when you're at the sea, the sea doesn't do that. It's not as powerful. So it's just little waves that lap up. But the, the ocean that would go like 30 feet up each wave was just that I love. I just love that. So there are things that I love about both. Yeah. You ever boogie board? I totally boogie boarded when I was a, when I was a young person. <laughs> Absolutely. We used to boogie board in Hawaii or California. That was fun. It was Never fun. tried surfing, but after listening to last week's episode, uh, I kind of want to. Not last week, but a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Diane Cardwell. A couple weeks ago. Sorry. A couple weeks ago. Diane Cardwell. Yeah. I know. She makes me want to surf too. It's interesting. I've never really wanted to do it until I listened to her talk. And then I thought, oh, of all the missed opportunities I had in California when I was living in San Francisco. Yeah. The fact I was right above a town where people went to surf every day. Wow. It was really, really close to my house. Let me ask you one just because it popped into my head. Okay. And I did not prepare as Katie did. She just sort of came up with this idea on the fly. So she prepared. I did not. But I came up with one that maybe you haven't, you haven't written down yet. Okay. Speedboat or sailboat? Mm, I have a similar one, but okay. Okay. Speedboat or sailboat? Uh, I think it's the unpopular opinion, but I'm going to go speedboat. <laughs> yeah. Speedboats are fun. It's not as romantic, but I don't have as much experience on a sailboat. And what limited experience I do have has always been relatively unpleasant. And sailboats can make you really motion sick. I get motion sick a lot on sailboats, but I get used to it after the first day. I'm going to go with sailboat just because I, I have so many wonderful memories of sailing with my dad uh, when I was a little girl. It's something that I did in my very early childhood. And then my dad sold his sailboat and I didn't step foot on a sailboat for many, many years after. Whereas I, I kind of went speedboating for a lot in my, you know, all through my childhood. And so I have this memory of the sailboat really connected to a specific time in my life when I was like, four, five, six, seven, eight. And so it, it's very nostalgic for me. Yeah. And so I, that's probably why I would pick that. And spending all that time with your dad, yeah. kind of connecting on something that he really loved. Yeah. Yeah. You have a picture of that. You should post the picture of you on the sailboat. I'll post that. I'll post <laughs> that. A little kid. To, I'll post it the day this goes out with my, my, with my dad. It's so cute. I had one that was similar, but it makes me think that this is the flaw of me throwing this game together is that sometimes my combinations are not quite right. <laughs> and so I was like, motorboat ride or canoeing was the two I put together. Because I was trying to think one's fast, one's slow. Yeah, that works. But then again, sailboat would make a lot more sense. You could have gone like kayak. Or canoeing. I guess a kayak, kayak and a canoe are both. I don't know enough about either to know which one. I would do. I really don't. Fair. I feel like the canoe has two oars and the kayak, you just have one oar. Is that is that the difference? Well, yeah. Kayaking is usually thought of as something you do alone. Oh, right. But you can technically canoe alone. It's just not quite as easy. Right. Yes. <laughs> they both sound very tiring to me. I grew up canoeing because I'm from Minnesota. So oh. 
I kind of prefer the canoe. I didn't realize that was a Minnesota thing. Well, I don't know that it's a Minnesota thing per se, but, you know, <laughs> there are a lot of lakes there and therefore a lot of canoeing, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you fish off canoes. It's, right. it's a way to get out there, yeah. I was going to say one funny motorboat story, and stop me if I've told this on the show before, but I used to go to this camp. I never really went to traditional summer camp, but I used to go to this one uh, camp that was kind of like a water ski motorboat camp <laughs> and um and there was this guy that used to do this yearly competition where you'd get on one of those inner tubes and he would drag you behind the boat you know that those inner tubes that people tie oh yeah but he would do it in such a way that his whole objective was to, to throw you, you off. off as fast as possible <laughs> oh, and, and your objective was to stay on for only one minute oh one minute sounds dangerous to give an example, one of my friends did this once and his entire like bathing suit got ripped off his, <laughs> his body. You know, I mean, people just fly off. It was hilarious to watch and it was hilarious to try. And I am proud to say that though he dragged me under the water for the entire minute, I did manage to stay on that inner tube one summer. <laughs> he dragged you under the water? Well, he flipped me almost immediately. Oh my gosh. So you're still holding onto the handles, <gasps> but you flipped underwater now and I was just holding on. <laughs> Dear oh, Katie, you could have been hurt. I mean, yeah, in hindsight, this is probably the most dangerous thing in the world that you could do with teenagers. But <laughs> he always used to play the Rolling Stones song. I don't know what the name of the actual song is, but the I see a red door and I want to paint it black. And he would reset that song every single time another person was going out to try. <laughs> anyway, okay. That's funny. So here's an Italian one. Okay. Italian beach or Italian small town? And this is in the summer, keep in mind. Um, if it's in the summer beach, if it's in the summer beach, unless this small town is in the mountains. Because that's really what Italians, the typical Italian is going to either go to the beach or they're going to go to the mountains in the summer. That's what they generally will choose between. Most will choose the beach, but a lot of people go to the mountains too. But you, okay, let's say you can Italian small town in the mountains. Which would you choose? Then yes, Italian small town in the mountains, for sure. I would definitely choose the Italian small town in the mountains as well. I I actually don't really like Italian beaches. No offense. I don't. I don't either. I really don't. They're cluttery. There's just way too much going on. Mm -hmm. And there's garbage everywhere. And there's way too many people. There's too many people. You can't just kind of go and do your own thing. I mean, there, there are public beaches where you can, you know, you don't have to pay 20 bucks for, you know, two lounge chairs and an umbrella. There are the free beaches, but they're very small and they're very crowded. And if it's a busy day, the people are just right on top of you. Whereas if you go to the pay beaches, at least there's a certain amount of space around you where, you know, you have kind of your own area. Yeah, it's not it's not that beautiful because they put these lounge chairs up like every there's these stabilimenti, they're called sort of the beach establishments, I guess you would call them. I guess they rent the space on the beach. I'm not sure how they get that ability to do that. And they put up all these matching beach chairs with umbrellas and they have little cabins to change your clothes, which is convenient, I suppose, although I can change my clothes under a towel, no problem. <laughs> and yeah, it's really expensive and it ends up being really crowded. And when you look down the beach, it's just ugly because all you're seeing is tons of people. And it looks like more people than it actually is because you're looking in the distance. And so you're seeing it all as if it were 
you know, clumped together. And of course, these people are more spread out. But, you know, you really have to go someplace very, very far from, at least from Rome or, or from most of the major cities. Like you have to go down to Sicily or you have to go to maybe Sardinia or some very, very remote parts of Puglia to really find some beaches that are a little bit emptier. And still, even in those cases, there's going to be stabilimenti on them. The only place that you can find beaches that are truly like empty, quote-unquote deserted beaches, are beaches in Sardinia that you can't get to overland, that you can only get to via boat. That's the only way you can find a pristine beach in Italy. So that's why I like to swim off of the rocks. There's just fewer people on the rocks and the water is clean. But yes, I, I agree with you. When it comes to Italy, I'm going to the mountains for sure. Well, and for me, I don't know about you, but for me, I very rarely go to a beach and sit on it. Yeah. I go to the beach and walk along it mm-hmm. or I put my feet in the water. I usually walk or get in. Mm-hmm. My sister loves to sit on the beach and read. Mm-hmm. I just don't do that. I move around the whole time I'm there. So renting a lounge chair, it's just, it would be rare that I would need one. Maybe if I had to rent a lounge chair, my entire behavior would change. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Maybe I'd just lay around reading and drinking beer. I have no idea. But, but what I like to do on the beach is go look at what birds are around, you know, walk uh-huh. along, look out, look out at the sea. Yeah. So yeah, having that many people and... Yeah. And stuff is... Well, I I do like to rest on the beach, but I like to be in the water. That's what I really like to do. And and all the beaches around Rome, most of the beaches around Rome, the water is not super clean. Like you can find a few beaches that have decently clean water, but nothing like, you know, the beaches in the south or the beaches in other parts of the world. So what I really like to do is go in the water and then I'll rest. If I swim a lot, then I'll want to sit and rest. But but I get bored of it. And even if it's a beautiful, beautiful beach, I still get bored of it. I'm not a huge beach person. Uh, I'd rather be... I surprised myself with this when we went to the mountains two years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm much, much more enjoying hiking through the mountains than lying on the beach. First of all, it's cooler in the mountains. Secondly, like you can do this physical activity that's really rewarding because you're getting somewhere, you're going somewhere. I don't know, it's tiring, but it's tiring in a good way. Whenever I go to the beach, it just exhausts me. I just get absolutely exhausted from from doing nothing, from lying on a lounge chair. All right, a couple more before we're out of time. Okay. Okay. I have a couple more ideas for you, but yes. Okay. Do you want to throw one at me or do you want me to give you another one? You do do a few more. Okay. Sprinkler or kiddie pool? Uh, sprinkler. For sure. You? Oh, yeah. Sprinkler. <laughs> no. I mean, there's so many things that you can do with a sprinkler when you're a kid. Yeah. My parents used to have a round sprinkler. It was a round circle. Uh-huh. You could wear it around like a crown, you know, on your head. <laughs> you could... We used to have competitions to see who could sit on it the longest. The water <laughs> was so cold. <laughs> you could pretend that you were jumping through some sort of a magical waterfall into some a mystical land. The sprinkler just has so many possibilities for imagination. So sprinkler, no question. 
Uh, shorts or dresses? That's the one I had for you. I don't know if that's the best combination, but... No, no, no. It's, it is. It is. And I was just going to... I was thinking about that for you. The truth is now I wear shorts a lot more than I wear dresses. But I think that's just because I don't own enough cute summer dresses. And I think if I, if I just had time to go shopping or the will to go shopping, I would get some more dresses. But as it is right now, I'm going to have to go with shorts because that's just what I've been wearing. Yourself? Dresses, of course. Yeah. yeah, you're good with dresses. Yeah. I'm wearing one right now. And to be honest with you, I only own one pair of shorts. <laughs> and they are at least 10 years old. Wow. <laughs> so, I don't wear shorts a lot. I'm, I'm on a quest right now to get a decent pair of shorts, though. It would be nice. Well, I'm on a quest to get some cute dresses. So that would be nice as well. So there you go. So maybe next year we'll be switched. But no, I love I love dresses because... People always say things like, wow, you look so dressed up. And all I did was pull a piece of fabric over my head. It's the, <laughs> it's the greatest thing in the world. So easy. <laughs> well, on that note, flip-flops or sandals? I have to say flip-flops because oh. I actually don't own any sandals. Yeah, I only do flip-flops at home or at the beach. I mean, I love flip-flops. I would love to have a nice pair of sandals, but I've never had a pair that feels good ever in my whole life. I have an amazing pair. I will send you the link on Amazon. They are in Incredible. Please do. I wear them all summer. I'm kind of notorious for having the worst footwear. So yeah, as you know, I, I know that. I know that about you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be, but I hate shopping for shoes. So if anybody wants to be my personal shoe shopper, please help me. Um, okay, water guns or water balloons? Ooh, a water gun. Yeah, it's just easier to aim. I think. Oh, water balloon, <laughs> ten thousand times over the water gun. I love water balloons. Although environmentally, they're a disaster. Okay, here's another sort of Italian one. Gelato or ice cream? Gelato, I guess. I mean, there's not that much of a difference, really. No. I guess there is slight difference, but I'd go with gelato. It's better. I knew you were going to pick gelato. I would go with ice cream, honestly. <laughs> I think. Okay, here's one. Snow cone Ooh. or Kool-Aid? Hmm. Probably snow cone. Yeah. Unless I was trying to dye my hair, in which case Kool-Aid. You can dye your hair with Kool-Aid? You could, actually. I can't. But yes, because you're blonde. <laughs> so I can't. Uh, I don't know how it's done, but that's what kids used to do is like put a red streak in their hair using Kool-Aid. Oh, my gosh. And to think we used to ingest that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I guess snow cone, I would, uh, you know, if I had to pick one, probably I'd take neither, <laughs> to be honest. Really? Oh, I loved the snow cone. I had a Snoopy snow cone maker. Oh. I wonder what ever happened to that. They sell those again. You could get another one. I know. Isn't that crazy? I had the original one, though, from like 1980-something. I don't want to even guess. But okay, next one. Next one. I didn't know exactly what to call this, but let's carnival, say like a fair, uh-huh. a carnival, yeah, or an amusement park. Oh, carnival. Carnival for sure. Because it's like short-lived, one-time thing. It's like a bigger deal, but also more crowded than the amusement park is going to be. You? I think I'd pick amusement park, but mainly because I love roller coasters. Mm. The one thing that the Puyallup Fair had going for it, which still exists, by the way. Oh, yeah? Uh, and they named it something else, but I can never remember what the new name of it is. <laughs> but the Puyallup Fair was worth going to because it has that amazing wooden roller coaster. Right. Just on the fairgrounds year round. and But the Puyallup Fair is one of the times when you can go ride it. And it's one of the scariest roller coasters in the world because you can like actually see the nails pulling free as you're on this thing. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, my Lord. Totally made by hand. Terrifying. Okay. 
I didn't exactly know which contrast to, tr contrast to do here, but frisbee or catch or possibly tennis. I couldn't decide. Frisbee or something. Frisbee or tennis? Frisbee or catch? Uh, which do you think is a better comparison? I don't know. I, I wouldn't say te tennis. Ten tennis seems like a totally different... What else is another thing that you do like frisbee? I really wanted to put frisbee in there. <laughs> but I couldn't think of like what the contrast of it is. Um, frisbee or... Nerf nerf gun nerf ball let's just go with know. frisbee I we're am... all gonna do that instead <laughs> i have no idea frisbee i was never good at it though i could never play with a frisbee okay we're down to the last three that i have let's see which one this is similar to one we already did so i'll do this one first water slide or wave pool water slide for sure for sure no for question sure. about it if you have a slide at your house and you haven't turned it into a water slide yet for those of you who are stuck at home yeah do it put that hose at the top of the slide <laughs> put a kiddie pool at the bottom of it you have an entire great afternoon okay beach read or a magazine oh beach read for sure i don't like i don't really like magazines <laughs> i write for one uh but i don't really <laughs> like reading them <laughs> I just realized that as I was saying it. I write for one, but I reject the format. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if it's the New Yorker, sure. If it's, yeah. you know, if it's something like that, something really fascinating, but like, I'm not going to read a woman's magazine. Like People. Or a fitness magazine. Star. No, People. No, yuck. Sorry. I, I, I don't like reading about celebrities. It, I don't like reading about, like, recipes or fashion <laughs> tips or any of that. Like, the only thing I could bear to read about would be, like, Maybe National Geographic, I could read. But, but but generally, I'm not a magazine person. Yeah. Travel magazine, maybe. Well, and even the beach read. The beach read would have to be what? Like like a... I mean, the stereotype is that it's very light. Very light. No, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with a lighthearted book, but it has to be a book. Yeah, I hear you there. All right, here's our last one. Wait, wait, wait. What about you? You didn't say if uh, you're going to no, do No, same, a... same, same, same. I'd read a book over a magazine probably any day. Okay, wait, I got a few. I got a few here. Okay. Hat or headscarf? I mean, I'm... I suppose... I mean, I, you, I suppose you could go visor. No but, to um, visor. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I would go hat, probably. But I, the only hat I have is a baseball hat that says, I love pie on it, which I don't love pie. <laughs> okay, let's rephrase this. Sun hat or baseball cap? I would still wear a baseball cap, probably. Okay. Definitely a sun hat for me. I mean, I would love to look great in a sun, in like a beautiful hat like you do, but I've just never had that hat. They're hard to find. I feel like I could own it if I had it. They're hard to find. I used to have a gorgeous red wide-brimmed hat. Oof. Lost it on a ferry from Ischia, but whatever. What are you going to do? Worth it. <laughs> but yes, I think you're more of a summer hat kind of, per like a beach I don't even know what they're called. Beach hat. Sun hat, I think. They straw, pretty hat. I love them. I like hats. I used to be a fan of wearing hats, but I, you know, do you remember when Debbie Gibson, <laughs> the musician, used to wear that little black hat? I don't remember that. I remember Debbie Gibson. I don't remember the hat. Some people listening remember. I had a hat very similar to that when I was like a middle school student and I wore it all the time. It's hard to live something like that down later. <laughs> And I used to be a huge fan of the headscarf. 
as you know, like in my 20s, I wore a scarf around my head probably almost every single day, mm-hmm. particularly if I was working. If I was working at the bar, I always had a scarf tied around my head. So I kind of had this gypsy-esque look throughout most of mm-hmm. my 20s. And that was for two reasons. One, because I was terribly lazy and I hated fixing my hair. Okay. And so I Fair just enough. didn't. And then the second reason was because I worked in a very smoky bar. Oh. And I found that if I wore a scarf over my head, then I didn't have to take a shower when I got home. I could just take the scarf off and my hair went just reek of cigarettes. Oh. So that was the other reason. That's good. So this is an ever-changing one. Okay, I've got a couple more. Camper? Or tent? Mm, probably a camper. <laughs> I'm what we call outsidey. You know, I'm not like an outdoorsman. <laughs> outsidey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As opposed to outdoorsy. Yeah, I like being outside, but I don't necessarily like setting up a house while I'm outside. <laughs> okay. You, tent? I like the tent. I like the tent. It's cozy. I mean, me saying camper, I've never actually stayed in a camper. Yeah. So. I've stayed in the back of a pickup truck. Mm, not the same. Not the same. No, but it was great. Was it? Yeah. It's like camping, but still being more indoors. <laughs> it was a pickup truck with a like a canopy over it. So, you know, you just crawled into the back and locked yourself in at night. Yeah. Okay. Right. You weren't out in the... Mm. Mm-hmm. Lounge chair or hammock? I'm getting into this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going lounge chair, but only because I have a bad back. Uh. I love hammocks more. Okay. Aesthetically. But I can't sleep in one or something like that. It would ruin my back. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But when I was a kid, I used to lay in a hammock and pretend that it was butterfly wings. You re- you pretended that the hammock was butterfly wings? I'm like the post of the butterfly, the trunk, you know, uh-huh. and that the hammock, you can wave it with your arms and it would be like a butterfly. Oh, okay. I got it. And you know how that sometimes in a hammock, you can twist it so that you're hanging upside down? facing the ground but you're still in the hammock didn't know that didn't know you could do that (laughs) if you wind up in it enough (laughs) how about you hammock hammock i begged my mom to buy me a hammock for my birthday one year i loved that thing that is nice loved it so what were what are your last ones i have one more okay this is the last one for me garden tomatoes or fresh berries oh fresh berries no competition Mm. you know tomatoes are great but those berries i live on them in the summer you oh garden tomato you would like the tomatoes better any day of the week really yep really yep i mean i like berries but this isn't this or that situation yep i agree if i had to go through the summer only getting one i would go for the garden fresh tomato over all types of berries i mean the only berry that would rival it would be the blueberry and Maybe the raspberry. The ra- your raspberry? Raspberries are God's gift. They are delicious. To man. They are the best thing in the whole world. <laughs> well, wait, let's do one more. I can't think of the that. I can only think of the this. Okay, we'll come up with the that together. S'mores? Ah. Or? I had this one on my list too, but I couldn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. S'mores or, I don't know, like cherry cobbler? Like what's a, what's a summer baked maybe like dish pound cake with strawberries on it or peach peach cobbler strawberry, strawberry shortcake? shortcake no nothing compares no, to s'mores. the s'mores have the <laughs> campfire thing going with it too mm-hmm. and the kind of roastiness and how the chocolate gets all i mean if i was on a first date i might not pick the s'more <laughs> <laughs> oh 
but it would be fun. You, you'd, you'd have a good laugh. I know, but it's a mess. It is a mess. It's a mess. But, you know. There's no civilized way of eating a s'more. That's the one thing about mm-hmm. it. But <laughs> on that first date, maybe no. But that said, I, I, I prefer a, a chocolate dessert to a fruity dessert pretty much any time. It maybe goes by to that pie thing. Mm. You know, I don't love pie. Pie is good, but it's fruit-based. I'm not as interested in fruit-based desserts. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I, for me, it depends on the dessert. I would always choose a pie. I don't care what fruit is in it over something like tiramisu. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, yeah. I hate tiramisu. Like, I could oh, never I eat it. tiramisu again in my life, and it would be too soon. Oh, I hate it. I love it. I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Okay, what about one last one? Summer or fall? That's so hard because... It really depends on where you are and and also what's going on in your life, I think. Growing up, for us, in Seattle, there's no choice. I mean, there's there's no competition. You're a kid. You want summer, and it's summer in Seattle. Summer in Seattle is gorgeous. It's it's never too hot. It's just perfect. Mm -hmm. Whereas summer in Italy, right now I'm stuck in Rome, kind of. And being stuck in Rome for the summer, it's kind of like you just are waiting for it to end. You just cannot wait for that first the first of September and I feel like that every year even when I and I have vacations to look forward to just can't wait for it to be September also because everything stops like nothing's going on nobody's in town like you can't even meet up with a friend because there's nobody here oh I can't wait till life is normal again in September so I'm gonna go with fall yes it's very very hot yeah and just too hot you can't go outside in the middle of the day I'm gonna go with summer because I'm in Seattle (laughs) (laughs) yeah well makes sense Makes that's sense. the one secret we Seattleites uh, don't keep very well is that's why everyone lives here is because the summer is amazing. It is. Maybe not so much this year <laughs> because, you know, coronavirus. But yes, our weather, it's just exactly what you want for a summer weather. It's exactly what everybody hopes for. I do have to say, I remember a lot of summers where it was rainy and gray more than it was sunny. Yeah, that's January. or January, yeah. Yeah. And it's like that in July sometimes. It's always going to rain on the 4th of July. Most, one out of every four times you have a 4th of July, it will rain. But by the time you get to around now, it's pretty sunny. And and then it will get to a point where people will just start to complain about it. Yeah, my birthday was always sunny. I don't remember my birthday, which I'll just say is August 3rd, ever not being sunny. Yep, you were lucky there, huh? I'm, my birthday's in February, so. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, gotta go move to Australia if you want to have sunny birthdays. Yeah, yeah. Sunny and warm birthdays. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll leave it there. Thanks for playing Summer This or That. That was fun. Yeah. Do you think that we were more agreeing with each other or more disagreeing? I think we agreed more than we disagreed. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> I thought we were going to like disagree on every single one. It really just goes <laughs> to tell you that how much of this stuff is based on like what you did growing up. Mm-hmm, for sure. And what hat you just happen to have on hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And until next time. Join us on Patreon. We do a lot of fun personal like get to know you things on Patreon. We're, we just changed up all of our prizes. So um, 
if you are interested in this kind of thing, you know, we do some bonus episodes we put out there where we listen to an old episode and we do commentary on it. We're also going to be starting very soon to be doing question and live question and answer events and episodes. So, you know, I mean, it depends on the different peer, but if you're not already on our Patreon site, check it out at patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast, because we're offering way more access and content to our patrons coming up as we have as i said just changed the prizes yes so check it out link in the show notes and if you feel like you'd rather do a one-time donation rather than a monthly donation you can join us at donate through paypal thanks to all of you who do that as well and uh yeah until next time this is the bittersweet life i'm katie Sewell. i'm tiffany parks join us again bye thanks for listening Our logo is designed by Jody Rick at The Lost Laboratory, with help from our muse, Caravaggio. Lori Lee Elliott manages The Bittersweet Life on YouTube. We have a brand new newsletter. If you want to hear what we're reading and thinking about once a month, let us know by sending an email to bittersweetlife at mail.com, and we'll put you on the list. And some of you write us the most beautiful emails. If you haven't already, leave us a review as well on your podcast app. Your support is vital to the show, so whether you send in a financial contribution at thebittersweetlife.net or spread the word about the show to your friends or through your social media by writing an article or doing an interview with us, we appreciate your support. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for keeping this show going. Take care, be safe, talk soon.